0: Good morning, America. Happy Hump Day. Welcome to Wednesday, August the 23rd, 2023. Big show now on the air everywhere at exactly 107.1 FM across the Great Garden State and beyond. South Jersey only, 99.7 FM. Chilly morning on the Atlantic City Boardwalk if you're listening to 99.7 FM. We've already heard from our buddy uh, Borgata Bernie, the cab driver. Uh, He's got his winter coat on this morning.
1: Wow. That might be a little extreme.
0: Buddy said uh, windbreaker.
1: Oh, okay. Windbreaker and winter coat are two different things.
0: Well, shouldn't have to wear a coat in August uh, at all. Do you? No,
1: you sh- it, it is very chilly
0: out oh, there. So on the Boss app, the theboss.com. Whole crew is here. Uncle Ross is in this morning, too. It was a busy day yesterday. Mm-hmm. i tell you what, it took night and day, literally. Yesterday, I um, had lunch at the beach. Joe, you believe this? Big Boss Bob brought us to lunch on the beach in Belmar. Wow, boy, that was unexpected. <laughs> Usually, we just go to the Sunshine Diner in Sunshine Cincinnati. Diner, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which yes. is fine. They make a very <laughs> nice true. omelet. But yesterday, we had this big fancy lunch right on the beach in Belmar. Wow, walking by all those beautiful uh, homes they got right along the water there, and it was uh, it was just a perfect day. And then this morning, freezing cold. So not a strange thing, but I had myself a crab cake sandwich for lunch yesterday. It was delicious. Mm. that sounds very good. Yeah, it was just an unexpected treat. Again, I was figuring I'd have toast. Put
2: it yeah. up with a <laughs> crab cake sandwich, kind of fancy. That's right. Wow, that's that's a good job. Yeah, out of I, I know. I
1: well, know. let me ask you because yeah. you knew that you were out to lunch yeah. with Big Boss Bob. Yeah. Did you? No,
2: there's at- a group of people. It wasn't just. Wasn't no, like I, he and I had a lunch. I date know. Or I understand.
1: I understand. Yeah. But. Did you intentionally look at the prices and order the most expensive thing? The
2: most expensive. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> no,
0: it's funny you say no, that no. because I go uh, exactly the opposite way. Every time I've uh, you know been at one of these meetings with the, the big boss type people, mm-hmm. I always think to myself, let me order the cheapest thing on the menu because I don't want to look like one of these jerks that's trying to get somebody to pay for me. I'm wow. very cognizant wow. of it. You know. But then I think to myself I was looking at the menu, I'm like, Well maybe I should order something nice because you know
1: Yeah, I would have got the <laughs> filet with truffles on top of it.
0: Oh yeah. I don't <laughs> want to look like a heel, but then you do make a good point. It's not every day you get invited out to right. lunch. Right. It was the first time I had an opportunity to ask him, by the way, if he liked being called Big Boss Bobby. Said I've kind of made you a character on the air. He's like, well, you know, people need to know that I own the place, and that. So, <laughs> so I think yeah. he, I think he likes mm-hmm. it. Is what that was my that uh, was, uh-huh. was my big takeaway. Yeah, so. sounds like it. Hey, you don't know you miss yesterday? Joe had fried dough in here. <sighs> Are you kidding me? Ross is the candy man, but Joe brought in the fried dough. Wow. You yeah. brought those. Yeah, it was the uh, kids' it was
2: Good. Them. Apparently, the kids loved it.
1: Oh my! I got home and I said, "We've got some treats here." And the kids looked at them, and I, I put them back in the air fryer, put a little fresh powdered sugar on them. Within five minutes, the, the rest of them, gone. Wow. Gone. <laughs> like, yeah, oops.
3: they were
2: really good. Marianne and I went out to dinner on uh, on uh, whatever night it was, and um, and I ordered dessert, which I normally never do, believe yeah. it or not. I never get dessert. And uh, the waitress came up and said, would you like dessert? And I went, ooh, what do you got? <laughs> there you go. And she went through the list and said, I believe the last thing. And I went, oh, oh I got to get a plate of those. Yeah. So you, normally they give you four or five, maybe six sometimes. It was like 14 of them. It's a lot. Yeah. yeah. it was. And I looked at them and said, like, what am I going to do with all of these? I said, <laughs> I know. Robbie will eat them. <laughs> I thought you had the
0: line of the day yesterday where I mentioned that most oh, really? people have bacteria on their smartwatch. And I said, I bought myself a smartwatch last year because I wanted to monitor my steps, keep up on my health. And Joe goes, yeah, how's that working out for you? <laughs> oh, oh. Meanwhile, he's, he's stuffing fried dough down my throat like a jerk. So,
2: that was pretty funny. Got some
0: TV news out this morning. Let's talk Uh-oh. about everything old is new again. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sex in the City's revival, um, and just like that, mm-hmm. has now been nominated. Nom- nom- it's now been uh, renewed for a third season. Oh. So that's back again. Oh, that's good. And Frasier, uh, the reboot of Frasier is getting a second season, and they're airing episodes that were supposed to just be on the Paramount app on CBS because of the writer's strike. They got nothing. So since they uh, they got those in the can for the streaming thing, they're going to put it on the network as well. So Frasier and Sex and the City back again. So basically it's 1999. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. No original ideas anywhere.
1: Yeah. I heard they even updated the uh, theme song to Frasier. Oh, so that was exciting. one of the
0: best parts of the
4: show.
1: Well, it's updated
0: yeah, why now. do they do that? Yeah, He's
1: it's, it's, it's that. updated.
0: Because okay. it's a new show. Right.
1: They've got to update.
0: Everybody
4: is
2: no, back. It's, not. it's the same old.
0: Except <laughs> for um, David Hyde Pierce who said he is uh, not returning to the show. So I wonder if there's some sort of bad blood between uh, David Hyde Pierce and Kelsey Grammer. Well, mm-hmm. either that or they didn't offer him enough money. Well, that's probably it. Ross just shows up for free. I didn't even know he was here today. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> but we're glad he is. Yes, we are. It'll be a busy one uh, today. Uh, Patty Steele will be here later on, Joe. So that's well. Cool. How about that? Yeah. It was actually a little chilly uh, at the water last night, or at the pool. Mm-hmm. So we decided to take—I don't say moonlight, but a little evening swim last night. Burn off a little energy for Grayson. I wanted to <laughs> that's, get
1: thats what was happening.
0: Last bit of sunshine. Yes. Maybe get a little exercise in. Yes. And then all hell breaks loose because Rochelle gets a charley horse.
1: Oh, so. <laughs> Bad. One minute she's so splashing and swimming, the next minute, oh my god! I got a Charlie Horse. And of course I'm in the deep end of the pool, which when I say deep end, I mean five feet. And <laughs> yeah. I'm just I'm just short. <laughs> so I can barely touch it. I'm on my tiptoe and Grayson's <laughs> on my neck and <laughs> we're both drowning.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit of an exaggeration.
1: It was it was bad. It hurt really bad, so I made my way. To the to the other side of the pool and to got the on the step the pool, yeah. and my my leg was still tensed up with the charlie horse and I lifted my leg up and you could see the charlie horse in my calf and I look at the lifeguard and I said do you know how to get rid of a charlie horse right now and he goes nope <laughs> he's this big muscly you know kid I'm like you've never had a charlie horse you obviously work out are you serious nope.
0: He, uh, he is awesome. pretty ripped. He kind of looks like uh, 80s Mario Lopez. Yeah, a little bit. He's got the same uh, rat yeah, tail going on, does. too.
1: He does. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Excuse me, Mr. Lifeguard. I'm having an emergency in the pool. Can you help me? Uh, no. Nope.
1: <laughs> I, nope.
0: Not a, I don't know what to do.
1: That was his answer.
0: Nope. Nope. <laughs> Of course, I'm just sitting there like a dummy, and you're like, can you Google how to get rid of a Charlie horse? I'm like, do you have a heating pad? I'm in the pool. I have no heating pad.
1: I knew to flex my foot the other way, not, you know, downward, but upward. I knew, but it was not working, and I had this Charlie horse for a good five minutes, and it just would not stop. And my leg is so sore today; it's awful.
0: And then the rest of the evening, I got to be careful. I might get another Charlie it's, horse because once you have one, you never want to have one you, oh again. Oh my god,
1: it's terrifying! <laughs> it's yeah. terrifying. It was horrible.
0: You were fine, and you were in the pool another forty-five minutes. That's the best thing you do is keep working it out, keep no, stretching the muscle. It was you know. Horrible. <laughs> All right. Well, luckily you made it through the night. Yes. Did. So no Charlie horse while you're sleeping. No. Uh-uh. Drink a lot of water. There's I did. A dehydration. I department.
1: think that was the yep. issue. I was
0: dehydrated. Get in this morning and so said, What the hell is Ross doing here? I didn't really thought he was coming in tomorrow because Rochelle's taking another couple of days off. And then I remembered it's uh, it's Legends Day, it's mini reunion day. Right. Because Ross is here and Patty Steele is in later today, right. which is kind yes. of fun. So you just never know who's gonna be wandering around the hallways today. Mm-hmm. Well you did invite me in when Patty yeah. was here. No, I forget so. about that.
4: <laughs> that kind
0: of person ring the doorbell I'm like, What the hell are you doing here? Like, I thought that it's your birthday. Why wouldn't I be here? Exactly. That's the kind of host I am They'll talk
3: of guns and taxation. They won't be outdone when they bitch about immigration. CC. They'll claim to be in your corner that they can walk on water, blah, 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 deficit spending, and Obama's a
4: moron. And they'll say, please vote for me. I want to run the country. Oh, yeah, we think Trump's a monkey. He's like, no, not really, because, oh, the Donald right now is the GOP leader, and Chris Christy,
0: he is a big eater. And time right now for Wednesday, horrible. Scope see what kind of a day you got up
4: ahead? Aries, the sun moves into your work and health sector today, bringing special attention to your daily life and routines. Mm. But Mercury turns retrograde as well, signaling a need to refine, observe and slow down. Mm. So what you do is just start uh, drinking that mercury. <laughs> your, yeah, day's gonna that, your days going to
0: be Yeah, your days going to be that bad just Drink the mercury,
4: it's all over, baby. That's right. Taurus, the sun is moving into your joy area, and special pleasures are far more appealing than practical activities in the month ahead. You stay away from my joy areas. (laughs) But with mercury turning retrograde today as well, watch for overthinking creative and romantic matters. Wow. Gemini... With the action from the sun and mercury, it's a time to focus on your personal life, your mm. inner world and domestic activities in the work ahead, in the week's ahead. Okay. Today is better for taking stock rather than pushing something forward.
0: It sounds like I need to empty the dishwasher. <laughs> yeah, really. Domestic activities.
4: Cancer with mercury in retrograde, you might find some delays related to learning, transportation and basic communications reworking or editing can be big during this cycle you may need to revisit unresolved issues with siblings or neighbors hello leo with mercury retrograde in your asset sector you may need to review your finances or budget or you could be dealing with lost or misplaced possessions listen
0: i haven't taken a shower yet stay away from my asset sector okay In
4: fact, some money-making ideas or ventures may be on hold as well. Okay, Virgo, Mercury in retrograde means there may be delays with your information and personal plans may stall or appear to move backward when, in fact, they can benefit from a review. Mm. Aim to take some extra time coming to decisions and making commitments for now. All right. Libra. For you, Mercury in retrograde means you can put your foot in your mouth or reveal something you'd prefer to remain hidden. Take this time to re-examine issues rather than sharing them prematurely. I got lots of opinions and I'll put them all on Facebook. That's right. Scorpio, while your happiness goals are in the spotlight this week, some of your recent ideas, plans, or decisions can meet with delays while Mercury is retrograde from today until September 15th. Mm. There can be some fuzzy things thinking or misunderstandings today too. Sagittarius, Mercury's in retrograde and it's best to be flexible with your schedule since mix-ups are possible today. It's also not the best period for clear-cut answers since backups or information clogs are likely. Per my last email. <laughs> Capricorn, be careful how you express yourself through memos or talking for now. Be Yeah, misunderstandings are possible as Mercury changes direction, so take care when presenting ideas. Writing letters and emails, or any detailed work, especially when you're a disc jockey doing horrible scopes. <laughs> yes. Today's Aquarius. Uh, Today's a day for researching, refining plans, learning about a relationship, discovering what makes you tick, hmm. and some personal introspection. With Mercury in retrograde, your finances deserve special attention as well. Well. And finally, Pisces, the Sun moves into your opposing sign today, putting the spotlight on your social life, relationships, and more in the weeks ahead and with mercury in retrograde it's best not to rush things watch what you say and how you say it
0: today just slow down baby everything will be fine and that's your horrible scope it certainly is i kind of got us digging through the archives here looking at old pictures we might have to post a picture of you, Ross, with the Bee Gees. That's pretty oh, good. Oh, God. Because <laughs> I think there's only a Bee Gees left. Yeah, probably. The other two brothers are gone. And he's got another good one, Jimmy Lee Curtis and, and then Paul McCartney, which hurts my heart a little bit. Because let me tell you, I have tried, I have uh, begged, borrowed, stolen, bribed, and there is, just, there is just no way to see Paul McCartney up close and personal unless you were Bill Gates or somebody like that. You right. know what I mean?
1: But, or you get lucky and you just meet him on the street. Well,
0: that's what happened with Nolan. He just ran into him. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. All
0: right. We'd love to meet – I think he's number one on the meet-and-greet list. And, and, you know, at this point, it's not even that I really want to spend time with him because I have to be honest with you. I've heard that Paul is kind of a jerk. (laughs) I have. I've heard that he's kind of – maybe a jerk is the wrong word, but he's not like a warm and fuzzy kind of guy. He's very aloof. Yeah. But at this point, it's been such a – I'm just working on it for so long, I just feel you as just though... You just
4: need the picture? Yeah,
0: I, it, you know, it'd be like climbing Mount Everest.
4: Well, if you're Paul McCartney and you've been famous for so long, you have always have people coming up to you, wanting to meet you and you know, spend time with you and I stuff get that. like yeah. that. So yeah. I get that.
0: I can understand him being a little aloof. I get that. I had tickets. Uh, you know, it's funny. This really has nothing to do with anything. But I had tickets. Do you remember uh, when we did the show out in Michigan? There was a horrible rainstorm, and it flooded out a bunch of the highways. Yeah, you know? And that week... I had tickets and meet and greet passes for Katy Perry and then later in the week I was supposed things had cleared up but I was just I had such a horrible experience getting stuck in traffic for like 4 hours cuz the road was flooded and they're diverting everybody around one of those sort of deals. Yeah. Later that week I was supposed to go see Ringo Starr and I had backstage passes for that and I blew both of them off cuz Katy Perry I, that's why I was stuck in the highway I couldn't get there. And then later in the week I was like, "You know what? I'm staying home this weekend. I've done enough driving for the week." Yeah. After you're sitting in traffic for 4 hours and I I could but I could have met Ringo, so I, I I blew that one too. But wow. I can write a whole book of people where I blew the opportunity to have a little celebrity encounter. But
1: Yeah, um, that's okay. You Maybe you'll get it. Maybe. If not, we know some people who are really good at Photoshop.
0: We just, <laughs> yeah.
1: we just take Ross out of his photo
0: and yeah, put, right. you, put you right there. Yeah, but you know what the problem is? Is We'll have to have a—that uh, picture of Paul is from 1990 doesn't or matter. so. It's a, right. it's a 90s picture. You're going to have to get a more current picture.
1: No, 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 no. If you know somebody who's good at Photoshop, you can put them in any photo. Take somebody out. Make them thinner, and we yeah. got
0: to wait until Paul is doing something where it would make sense. And I'm uh... mm-hmm. well. Matter of fact, he was at uh, he was at a birthday party the other day for Robert De Niro in the city. Sure. So there was a whole bunch of elderly celebrities that were there. This is so funny. It's all rich grandpas. They had Martin <laughs> Scorsese was there. <laughs> Paul McCartney, Robert De Niro, Joe Pesci. Can you, can you imagine that birthday party in Tribeca the other night?
1: Well, half of them no. are, are new dads, too. So
0: just... <laughs> well, there was no yeah. Pacino. No Pacino. <laughs> you know what? You're right about that. Wow. No Pacino. funny. You better be careful, Raj. You might be a dad again. Three
4: ex-wives
0: <laughs> and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. Well, that's Joe. That's conv- <laughs> Joe's no, the one two. with the three ex-wives. Two. All right. I'm sorry. Listen, we've all got our problems. Yes. Last night, uh, remember I did the Bolognese a couple of nights ago? Get stuffed up yeah. on that? Last yeah. night I did a uh, pot pie in the microwave. Oh, that's good. I, and I managed to screw that up. How? Well, what did you, I do wrong? You told everything. me. everything. Well, what did I do wrong about everything. it? Everything. I took it out of the thing and I put it on a plate and Rochelle starts yelling at me that I was making a mess in the microwave. What was wrong with it?
1: Okay, it's a, it's a microwavable chicken pot pie. And the directions say microwave and open carton on high for yeah. five to six minutes. That's so what you, I did. I opened a carton and I microwaved it
0: for, it was eight minutes, by the way.
1: You literally open the top of the carton and throw it in the microwave. That's what I did. Well, I, I don't know
0: why you were yelling at me last I night. I
1: get home from the pool. He opened the carton. He took the pot pie out of the little tin. He plopped it onto a plate, onto a paper plate, and then put it in the microwave oh. like that. What's then, wrong with that? Oh. And then I come in and the whole thing's like melted everywhere.
2: Yeah, No,
0: you don't you do just, that. I even know that. You just
1: open the top of the curtain and wait, put it, up, it in the Joe, library. wait a minute.
0: There was a little, little bowl that it came in. There was a little bowl that came in and it had what appeared to be tin. And I know you're not supposed to put no. that in the microwave. No,
1: it's not no, tin.
0: But not she told tin. me it was a microwavable pouch. I had no it idea. Is.
1: I almost want to post this because it has... Go ahead, post
0: it. Oh, I, you I, should.
1: It has... The directions have pictures on it. Oh, no. It's even pictures. Well... It shows you exactly what to do with pictures. You didn't even have to read.
0: Did you take a picture afterwards? Uh, she apparently did. I didn't even know she did that. I but mean, she comes in and she's like, what are you
1: doing? What is this? Oh, my God. There's a melted pot pie
0: It didn't it, it it melt a little bit. It was, it was more like pot pie soup. What is that? <laughs> it's like it exploded. <laughs> a little bit. It's kind of just melted in there. How do
1: you screw up a microwavable pot pie?
0: <laughs> it's a mess.
1: And it's on a paper plate, so it's like seeping through. Well,
0: I figured then I wouldn't have to leave a dirty dish in the sink. And same.
1: you're cheap, so you wouldn't use two paper
0: plate, so it's like uh, one you know little paper plate. Wow. Uh, <laughs> this is why all the corporate people love me. I'm frugal. <laughs> Save money.
1: Oh, it was a mess.
0: I gotta be honest with you. I'm having a Hershey's Cookies and Cream candy bar right now, and I, I had trouble just opening the wrapper, so never mind making a pot pie, okay?
1: <laughs> there was pictures. <laughs> there was pictures. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I don't
0: know.
4: Oh. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Uh, I,
1: I did. I came and I asked him. I said, "How does that happen?" He goes, "Ah, that's too much work." I'm like, "What you did was too much work. You took it out. You put it on a plate.
4: Who looks at the I'm pictures? Going. That's right.
0: I I mean, pie, I mean, pie, okay. uh, <laughs> good.
1: There's pictures of what you do.
0: Remember that commercial for the dog food? He's like bacon, bacon. That was me with the chicken pie. All right, not a moment too soon. Here it is, your mystery oldie of the day. Listen closely. First person to correctly identify it wins tickets to see Tusk at the State Theater. <laughs> Whoa. That's it? That's all you're getting. Uh, One more time. Listen closely. Phone lines open. 732 mm. Correctly identify the oldie and win those tickets now.
2: <laughs> Joe, that'd be your cue. <laughs> okay, well, could have made it a little more, uh, uh, you know. And just stop talking. All right, here's Joe Nolan. With the traffic, I there you go. Exactly. See, See, like I that's don't a like do- professional no, right there. No. See what Ross just did. No, yeah. I don't
0: like doing that. I feel like it's very formulaic. I try to be more casual and relaxed, and then you just stand right. there like a dope and wait and make me look stupid. So, right. well, yeah. <laughs> of course, I I have a pretty good job doing that all myself.
4: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, pot pie, pot pie. Pie, pie, oven. <laughs> oh my god, oven.
3: Uh. You're an angry, uh, man.
0: angry man. I know it. that. Go ahead, Joe. <laughs> Shut up, Ross. Thank you, Ross. Mystery Oldie, phone lines open, 732-774-4444. That's real tough, isn't it? Mm. I'll give you a couple of clues. That is the middle of the song. It is not the opening note. And this is a band that had a giant hit that is a little more famous than this song, which was their follow-up, but also a big top ten hit. Remember, it's a mystery oldie, so it's a song that goes way back to like the 60s or 70s. So it's an old, old tune. Wow. Phone lines open. First person to correctly uh, identify it will win those passes to Tusk. They put on a great show. They do Jackson Brown and James Taylor, Linda Ronstadt, Fleetwood Mac, all that kind of stuff. State Theater, New Brunswick, September 22nd. If you want to go, yeah. tell us what that song is. Your mystery oldie this Wednesday, 732-774-4444. Phone lines open right now. Meantime, let's check the uh, socials. Search that hashtag. Hashtag mom. Confessions. We hear from moms every morning. Well, there's been a lot of moms, as a matter of fact, this morning. We try and narrow it down to just three. Yes, <laughs> moms are just at wit's end after summer vacation, mm-hmm. and then we share them every morning, seven twenty nine twenty, just like this.
1: Michelle Matthews said, "My toddler pushed one of their animal toys in my face and said, said, 'Rar.'" It was a penguin.
0: Well, (laughs) it's an angry penguin. Yes.
1: At par for the course said, I put the principal's name down as the emergency contact on my kids' back-to-school forms since he can respond the fastest without missing work. I'll tell
0: you what, just go to the principal's office. Mom is busy. (laughs) Let him deal with it. Really.
1: And at uh, Ashley Heimberger said, close shopping with my 11-year-old daughter, and she declares that she'd love to have a dress in more bright colors. But at the same time, she's a messy eater. Mm. It takes many many it takes many years for some people to reach this level of self-awareness
0: mm. you know what sounds pretty delicious is a heindenburger that sounds good <laughs> was that her name ashley Something like that All Yeah. Right. <laughs> hashtag mom God, God. every morning 720 and 9 20 send one in you might hear yours right here no takers yet on the mystery oldie i think we may have stumped people oh boy phone lines are wide open though you can win right now if you know what it is 732-774-4444 Kermit tells me we had a caller, and then they said, nah, I don't know, we got the hanger uppers. Because right now I got all lines wide open if you want to get tough. in on this. 732-774-4444. Should I do a little bit more? Because I feel like this might yeah, be that's a little hard. really tough. Well, I mean, I don't want to give away the hook, but uh, I'll give you another little pe- Well, you know what? The- Kermit says grab this caller first. Hi, it's the boss. Good morning. Hi. Hi. Any idea what that song is?
4: Oh, my
0: God. It's ACDC No. Nope. Not ACDC, mm. no, nope, it's ah, an I older can... older song than that. Remember, these are like 60s, 70s songs, so that's the fun of the mystery oldies. It's something you don't normally hear on the radio anymore. I'll give you a little uh, extra piece here. So you get a little bit of the vocal. I oh, I love you too. <laughs> 732-774-4444. We'll keep the phone lines open. All right, it's a boss. You want to take a guess? Is it love is all around us? It is Love is All Around wow. Us. Yes. Wow. Nice. Man, nice job. Nice I thought job. for a second there we were going to go all morning with this one. The Trogs, who had the big song Wild Thing, that was their other one. Love wow. is All Around Us. You got tickets to go see Tusk at the State Theater, New Brunswick, September 22nd. Congrats. Oh, thank you. What's your name? Annette. Annette. Hang on the line. We'll get all your yeah. info, okay? Thank you. But time right now for pre-coffee thoughts. Yeah. It's a little Wednesday tradition, something to get us uh, over the hump a little bit closer to the weekend. We go around the room, and this is extra special with Uncle Ross with us here, too, because then it gives us an extra person to write down. Just first thing, a little stream of consciousness, first thing comes to mind, and then we try and discern whom amongst us may have written this uh, random thought, mm-hmm. <laughs> pre-coffee thoughts. We have a rational hatred for people doing the speed limit on the highway. Yes. That's true. All they're doing is going the speed limit. You're like, go, get out of the way. Go faster. What are you doing? Go faster. Get to the right. At least one celebrity <laughs> has successfully faked their own death. Oh. Wow. Do we know that to be the case? Mm -hmm. Seems like it's probably true. Probably true. true. Other People say, you think there's aliens out there? You're like, probably.
1: Mm -hmm. Think
0: Elvis is alive? Maybe.
1: Maybe. Hey,
0: mama. (laughs) I'm 85, mama. Thank you very much. Doing IQ tests on social media, then believing them to be accurate is a sign of a low IQ. What? (laughs) (laughs) You did a little test on MarieClaire.com. Those
1: aren't accurate?
0: Everyone dries themselves off in a very specific way after showering. Yeah. Do you have a certain... uh, way of doing it,
1: yeah. I start with my hair because it's so. If if I actually wash my hair, I start with my hair because yeah. if not, then it drips down. Yeah. So just like a car, I start from the top and work my way down.
0: <laughs> like you're going through the car wash. Yeah,
1: yeah. Cause...
4: I
0: start on the ass. How about you? No, <laughs> oh. not at all. I can do the uh, little rub a dub
4: dub. I do my back and yeah. my chest, yeah. and then work down from there. Yeah. I see. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Work your way on down. Yeah,
1: you gotta work it down.
0: Sometimes I do a little. I uh, go through the legs and I do a little flossing. <laughs> oh,
1: of course you do. That you could get, be
0: painful. Well, you got to get that little area that's hard to reach. If you don't, if you know what I'm saying, the I first, know. <laughs> believe I, me, I'm gonna
1: have to remember that next time I wash the towels.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I do the same thing with the soap, but that's a different issue for a different time. Oh please! The first human to discover popcorn must have had one heck of a jump scare. Oh yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Mafia car bomb assassinations have dropped off dramatically with the invention of the remote car starter. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's a lot easier to
0: be a mobster today.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Matter of fact, that reminds me, on the Celebrity Hotline next week, we're going to talk to uh, Michael Frances. He's a former mobster. Well, I mean, he makes he talks about it openly. This yeah. is what he does. He talks about what life was like when he was a made guy. Mm-hmm. And he's going to be down at Caesars in Lenox City, so we'll have him on next week. I'm a little spooked to talk to I, him. You should be. Be very <laughs> respectful of Mr. Yes, Frances. Yes, you should. Applause is the plural of Clap. <laughs> Well, oh. Yeah. Yeah, All
3: I guess right. that's true. Yeah,
0: it is true, but that's enough of that. Time now for the CBB, the Community Bulletin Board, which is presented by our friends over at Monmouth Park. Mind well, your Monmouth Park's Barbecue and New Jersey Craft Beer Festival returns Labor Day weekend. Buy your beer sampling ticket now at SeatGeek.com dot com slash Monmouth, and you'll save 15%. Wow. Okay. Always only $6 to get in and free parking here at Monmouth Park. Big time, summertime fun at the racetrack. No doubt about that. Now, if you get an event, your local business, an organization, a community group, a charity, you're putting on a fun event, let us know. We do the CBB every morning. You can send it in, 732-774-4444 by texting us. You can also uh, direct message on Facebook or do it right at the website where you can get a complete list of events. See where the Boss Roadies are going to be on tour, community events as well. Matter of fact, Kane, Boss Roadie going to be out tonight. Jenks Boardwalk starting at 5 for a Boss VIP Wristband Night.
1: Mm-hmm. You're going to
0: be down there as well, right?
1: Yeah, I think I'm going to stop by with the kids. It'll
0: be a little incognito visit. A little tonight. bit. You're not working bit. tonight.
1: No, 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 no. Okay. I don't plan to at least.
0: Last chance to get those boss uh, neon tees before the summertime is up, too. And then Springsteen on Sunday is live with Tom Cunningham. Bar anticipation, Lake Como. That'd be the Belmar one, not the Clooney one. Mm -hmm. 8 o'clock, doors open. 9 o'clock, the radio show starts on Sunday. Now, speaking of Jenks, they got a big Marvel meet and greet. Weren't you telling me you're doing a Comic-Con with your daughter pretty soon? Yeah. Listen to this. Tomorrow, 4 to 9, Spider-Man and the Hulk will be right there on the boardwalk. Ooh. (laughs) That's exciting. Hopefully, they got a higher quality Spider-Man and Hulk than they got in uh, Times Square, you know? Oh, yeah. Spider Man's going to be in the South Beach stage in front of the Rise, and Hulk is on the Pavilion Beach stage. Yeah. Jenkinson's.com for the details. Ice Cream Social and Magic Show is happening tomorrow night, 6.30, Mathis House in Tom's River. Elva Ice Cream Sundays. The yummy candies, cupcakes, mm-hmm. and mini scones, plus a special magic show. Oh, that's fun. Abracadabra. There's no calories in that <laughs> cupcake, baby.
1: <laughs> that would be wonderful.
0: mathishouse 600 maincom for the info on that. And how about this? Family game night is happening Friday night starting at 6 at RWJ Barnabas uh, Field of Dreams, open mm-hmm. to everyone, all ages, all abilities, board games, card games, lawn games. Oh, that's Ooh, fun. A little botchy. Yes. Event is free, but does require pre-registration. So do that today, and they'll see you Friday night. That's R W J B H Field of Dreams to register. Just Google them; should pop right up. I know it's a long website. Mm-hmm. And there you go. A couple of things we thought you, yes, you needed to know this morning on your friendly neighborhood CBB, the Community Bulletin Board. Uh, Alexi, good morning. How are you?
5: Good morning.
0: I'm great. How are you? I am great. I'm. I've been to the, the presence of an Olympian. This is exciting because <laughs> I'm the opposite of an Olympian.
5: Well. <laughs> so- Maybe on the outside, but I feel like surely there are things we have in common.
0: Okay. Well, uh, (laughs) how do you feel about macaroni and meatballs for dinner? I don't know. (laughs) Nice glass of red wine. At a
5: training camp right now in Colorado, and right. I'm staying at my best friend's house. And we made homemade macaroni and cheese the other night, so
0: there's that. You know what? Let's dig into this a little bit. What <laughs> does an Olympian eat? Like how you, know, you must think about your diet and everything that you're p- putting in your body. You know, because every bit of it affects your performance. So is that something you do think about?
5: Yeah, you know, I think with food, I always think about myself as like this sandcastle or treehouse where you know, let's just say the sandcastle, you don't just want to put sand in your sandcastle, like, you also need water, you also want scraps of seaweed and cool sticks you find along the way, and so I think, for me, it's more about, like, density and uh, hitting, taking all the boxes of things I need versus, like, things I can't have, so I don't have any restrictions, but I do have, like, a high demand for lots and lots of food, yeah. lots of protein, and, like, kind of like you you know like the tin man needs his oil I, I think about it like
0: that too yeah that's a very good way to put it uh let's talk a little bit about this uh book it's kind of a they call a memoir in essays if you will some different experiences bravy chasing dreams uh befriending pain because you've certainly gone through a lot of people to know your story and and other big ideas uh why why a book it's quite an undertaking why'd you want to do it
5: i love that question so i think that books Look, every artistic medium has its place, right? Like a movie does certain things, a podcast, an interview like this, an Instagram post. And a book, I think, is a unique opportunity to be very, very thoughtful about every word you're choosing and to, you know, it's different than a diary, right? You're really trying to communicate and say something. And this book, the, you know, there's an adult version and the one that's coming out is for teens. Um, I think it's, it's just pretty instructional, and there were just a lot of things about mental health and just chasing these big dreams that I did not know when I was younger, and, and I would have benefited and, and avoided a few big falls if I knew some of the things that I wrote about in Bravey.
0: Sure, and they got a forward by Maya Rudolph. Are you two friends? How did that happen?
5: Yeah, so the adult book has a forward by Maya Rudolph, and the young reader's version has a forward by Maya Hawk. Okay. So two different Mayas. And Maya Rudolph, um, yeah, she's been, like, a a role model to me, a bit of a mentor to me, and Maya Hawk is a friend. And what I love about both of their contributions to these um, books is that they bring a different perspective to something that is pretty universal. So, like, Maya Hawk had different struggles growing up than I did, but we get along super well and can relate in ways that are more like, vibrational rather than, like, factual, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, we experience the same feelings, even though we didn't have the same exact life paths, and I think same with with Maya Rudolph. She similarly grew up um, losing her mom young, like me, and and also is in the comedy world, and so I think what she writes is, like, brings so much levity to two challenges.
0: Well, that's an interesting uh, vibrational. I've never heard anybody put it quite that way, but I do <laughs> I do know what you mean. Uh, speaking of the cover of your book uh, here, Alexi, I'm looking at uh, your arm. Is that a real Olympic ring tattoo or is that just something you did for the book cover? Oh,
5: it's real. Ah. It's real. I got that tattoo, got the Olympic ring tattoo right when I got back from Rio yeah. in Eugene, Oregon, where I was training and living with my team. It's a really- it's a fun tradition to join, and it is bad luck if you do it before the Games. So <laughs> anyone out there chasing their Olympic dream, wait, wait until you do it before you get the rings.
0: Now, uh, take us back, you know, behind the scenes. I don't say backstage, but it's not a concert, right? But take us behind the scenes in, that, in those moments before we all see, you know, the competition happen, you know, on TV. You know, what is going on for athletes like yourself in the moments right before you come out? And, you are you know, you've prepared for this. It's really your whole life. What is? What are the couple of moments right before that like? What goes on? Okay,
5: I love this question because it is so, it's both like the biggest feelings you've ever felt and also very logistical. Because, and I wrote about it in the book because like, essentially you, you know, the Olympic competition is not like the, any other competition, right? There's a chaos associated with it. There's a pressure associated with it, a worldliness. Um, there's so many things about it. And so when you are underneath the grandstands and everybody's waiting for you to come out, you're actually just thinking about like you're thinking about simple things. Like, did I get enough water? Are my shoes tight enough? Because the big things that am I physically prepared or mentally prepared, those are things you you, you better have dealt with ahead of time. Yeah. Know? So it ends up being like almost these tiny, tiny things of like retying your shoes over and over again and making sure, you know, it's just these little, um, do so I feel like my makeup looks the way I want to look? Like it's the, it's the final touches because really most of the work is done. Um, and ideally you have a plan going into your competition where you can control what you can control, and you're open to, like, the magical unknown. So my coach gave me a plan, and then there was some freedom within that plan, and I think that's kind of like when a child plays on the playground, mm. and there's, like, okay, you, you, you don't want to, like, fall off certain high, you know, places, and you don't want to, like, throw sand at somebody else, but there's a lot of freedom within that plan. That, that
0: structure to play. Sure. Last question is going to be maybe the most important question. Did I hear a puppy behind you a minute ago?
5: It was, there are two dogs here and my best friend Amanda, who I wrote about in the book yeah. a lot, she just had a, a baby. So I'm here um, visiting her, her baby, which is so lovely to see that, you know, she's been my best friend since I was two and she and I have been through a lot together. So it's just really cool to be here with her before the book comes out and i'm actually running a an 100 mile race here in colorado in a week oh so um i'm acclimating to the altitude
0: well i guess the dogs would be happy to go for a run with you if you want yes. <laughs> i'm sure they'll yes. they'll go work out with you alexi the uh, it's great to meet you the the book as you say is out on uh, august the 22nd it's called uh, bravey chasing dreams befriending pain and other big ideas great to meet you thanks for coming on thank
5: you so much and i hope you continue to Enjoy all the foods and all the
0: things you're doing, too. Oh, well, that's very nice. I guess that means the book is out, right, yesterday? Uh, all yeah. right, thank you, Alexi. Alexi Papas Olympian. I got the feeling we just woke her up. Did you get that feeling? <laughs> like she was, Maybe. Like she was just coming out of sleep? Mm-hmm. I don't know about that. Well, it is 6.45 in the morning. Yeah, I suppose so. And she's out in Colorado, so. Exactly. Yeah, gosh, that must mean it's like almost it's, 4 in the morning. Insane. Two hours
1: behind? Two or three hours? Two. Now? I think it's two, two hours. hours behind.
0: Yeah. Wow, so sure. yeah, she's starting her day at 4.30 in the morning out there.
1: Well, she's an Olympian. She's yeah. probably used to getting up fairly <laughs> early. Yeah,
0: and about to run a 100-mile race. <laughs> no big deal. Meanwhile, Joe and I are sitting here eating fried dough by the handful. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> unbelievable. Barron says an announcement this morning, you need to sell off all your Apple stock. Uh-oh. Apple stock is in decrease, they say, even with the upcoming iPhone 15 at the uh, early next month. Apple is a uh, is a sell, sell, sell. Where that guy in the CNBC used to hit the button and go, <laughs> sell, sell, sell. What's his name? Jim Kramer? Yeah. Yeah, Kramer, yeah. Maybe that'll lower the price of the
1: new iPhone. Yeah, you think so?
0: No. But- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> Didn't they think just put so out good. the 14 not that long ago? What's in the 15 that's plus? Year,
1: that's what they do. About a year and a half ago, they put it out, but they... I they do that all the time.
0: Possibly do. That justifies having a brand new iPhone again within a year. That's how they make their money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I understand. I just, I wonder that's what, what the, they do. The selling point is a you know, better camera, more memory. Yeah.
1: I think at some point there's going to be, you know, there's on the 14, there's three little lenses for your camera. At some point, the whole back is just going to be all little lenses. Just yep. <laughs> <laughs> <gonna> be all.
0: <laughs> yeah. A little uh, radiation. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. X-ray. That's what I'm trying to say. It, <laughs> yeah. does, it does it all. It's Take like a your body your X-rays. Yeah. I mean, that would be cool if it did a body scan, you know?
1: Yeah. Maybe. I don't know if I need my phone to body scan me. It already knows too much
0: about me. I can't go on that MRI tube. It would be nice if my phone did it for me. (laughs) Joe, do you own uh, stocks or anything? You know, I've never bought stocks. I've never been one of these people. I'm fascinated by it, but I've never uh, gotten into it. A little bit. Nothing, nothing, you know, extravagant. There's there's Mm. some people... Matter of fact, I, my, my buddy Danny is not only good at uh, stocks, he's the kind of guy, he goes to the casino, he wins every time he goes, you know what I mean? So same thing in the yeah. stock market, he'll tell me, oh, I just lost 20 grand. I'm like, you lost 20 grand? What are you doing? Well, he's that, like, yeah. he'll, he'll, he'll put in like $5,000, he'll make 50, and then he'll blow it all and then start over again. It's kind of crazy yeah. to me, and he's not like a multimillionaire or anything, you know? So it's just kind of crazy to me, people are blowing that kind of money on the stock market, you know?
1: That's also how he wins every time we go to the casino because I've been there with him and yep. he puts $100 into a slot machine and he'll, he, oh, I lost it all. I'm like, you just sat down. You lost
2: $100. <laughs> well, wow.
1: Oh, my God. they will do it again. And he's like, oh, I won $300. i am like, oh. Yeah, but you oh. put in two,
2: you moron. Right. Okay, right. You only won 100 Right.
1: Right. Oh. Oh. That's, str- that's stressful to me. That's not fun. Stock, and I've no. done stocks before. I've done the stock
0: market. No, wait, 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 wait. You've You've purchased and sold stocks? Mm-hmm. What did you buy? What were some of the stocks I don't that even you remember. invested? I
1: honestly, I don't remember. Did you hire
0: a wealth management expert to um, help you choose the stocks that you purchased?
1: I had a friend who was going to school to do that for a living, and so I entrusted him, and oh, I did God. make a little bit of money. And I, I, not much. I did make a little bit of money, but it was so stressful every day. I'm on the computer. I'm looking. I I became obsessed with it. And I had to get out. It was, I had like a pit in my stomach every single, if it dropped a cent. I was like, oh God.
2: See, that sounds like a yeah, horrible well, idea. When you get a friend. you know, the thing is, but that's not what you have, That's not what you buy stocks for. Yeah, you know, you, you buy stocks when you're young. And you hold on to them, yeah. and you just keep them, and you just, you know, you, you forget about it almost. You just leave it in there, and then what happens is is that it, it grows and grows and grows and grows and grows, and, you know. Like, the um, crashes. The blue chip stocks, the
0: ones that are supposed well, to be like Ford that are supposed to be strong forever and ever, is that the deal? Yeah.
1: They're also expensive or, to buy, though, so that's yeah. a thing. Or you yeah, hire a market
2: manager, thing. and he does it all for you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Or right, now you can buy these funds where they have a little bit of everything in them, and you just buy a share of the fund, you know? So mm-hmm. you might have, like, 0.15% of, of one share of Ford, you know? <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah. But it's, you know, uh, but it's a, a fund. That's a, I, well, You got I a friend that, But uh, What's mm-hmm. that? I have a little marathon. I have AT&T. I oh. have uh, Callaway. Wow. Hmm. I like I say, you got a
0: friend that just became a stockbroker. That feels like a bad idea to me. That's like you got a friend that just became a heart surgeon. I don't know that you
2: go to him right off the bat, you know, just to help well, him out. Like remember. Something, something serious. A, a lot of those guys, not only do they make money when you buy the stock, but they also make money when you sell the stock. Sure, right. sure. So, you know, I remember one time I had one of my cousins, one of these, you know, when it dropped through the bottom and I called him up. I said, <laughs> how you know, Are you all right? And he goes, hey, Joe? Coming and going, I get them. No, I was it's like, ah, right, I'll talk to you later. <laughs> <laughs> Just a whole other world, the world Yeah, of, it's another uh, stock-
0: whole world. I yeah. think I might have, the savings accounts, can, a mixed market account, they invest a little bit and they don't even tell you what stocks you're buying, right? Isn't that a thing that they do? I think I got a Merrill Lynch account somewhere that I can't touch. It's got a couple of bucks in it, but is yeah. that a thing? Am I making that up? I think that's a thing. Uh, I, don't, I don't know.
2: I don't, I don't know enough
4: about it. No, and then the know. company invests some of your money that they pay you in stocks and things like that, you know, 401ks and... That, yeah, this if company does Yeah. and I've, the
2: union too. Oh, right, right, right. Right. never mind. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm in. Uh, no. uh, Ross and I are in the union. Yeah, but we're just the, uh, the union does that. So like we're the just the not union. paying into it anymore. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but Ross and I are both in it. We just yeah, we pay the dues and
2: get nothing in return these yes. days. Yes. No. Yes. Anyway, sell your Apple stock. Great. Yep. I don't know if I would do that. Well, I mean, (laughs) it's not anything we're saying. It's not me. It's Barron says that. Barron says it. They also say to
0: buy Disney because you keep reading that Disney's in big trouble. They say to buy it. Now's a good time to get in on the Disney stock. Yeah, while the business is down. So I don't know. I don't know. Well, Disney stock price is
1: $85 and it's down today. And Apple is $177 a share and it's up today.
2: I know. Isn't that way down, Apple? Wasn't that used to be in the 200s? That's what they're saying. Uh, Apple's way down.
1: It looks like nah, this year. Oh no, this is let's see, in a year trend. A year at a year ago, this time it was at one ninety three. Yeah. So it wasn't. I mean,
0: not that yeah. big a depression. not that big of a deal. Yeah. Then we do is swoop in and get that Odyssey stock and buy out the company. <laughs> I figure for about a thousand bucks, we probably own the a couple place. hundred
2: dollars. Yeah. We yeah. <laughs> get a majority for a couple hundred. Yeah, we'll have Joe up there in Chopper 880 again. You know what I mean? There no, you go. no, 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 no. <laughs> Those days are over. Those
0: <laughs> days are over. All right. Let's hear a little bit of that, Mr. you. Know I remember a wild thing, but do you remember that one? Oh no, oh. <laughs> that's uh, Annette from Bridgewater. Nice job, uh, mystery oldie of the day. Mystery newbie tomorrow morning about seven ten. That's a a brand new song. See, on Wednesday we do the old oldies, and then uh, Thursday we do the new newies. And if you can identify it, little we'll name that tune, uh, if you get a chance to win. Wow, so nice mm-hmm. going to Annette. By the way, still haven't done any cash this morning. Free summer cash, three chances to win today. Jackpot four hundred bucks. Secret celebrity cometh. The secret celebrity cometh like the Ice ha, here. <laughs> <laughs> Time for Robbie and Rochelle's Fast Five. Five big old trending stories thought you needed to know. Be in the know from number five to number one. We will count them down today. Start at number five to number one. Reminder, you can stay in touch with us anytime on all the socials. We are at Robbie and Rochelle Radio or at 1071theboss.com. And you can find us by searching Robbie and Rochelle wherever you get your podcast, if you so desire. Or right there, on demand, just click the little play button, 1071theboss.com. So if for some reason you can't hear the whole show or you want to hear something again or you miss it, no problem. It's all on demand anytime at your fingertips. But we got an app, too. If you go in the App mm-hmm. Store and just type in... 1071 The Boss, you know, not have to put the point, you know, just go 1071 yep. The Boss, it'll pop right up, and it's a free app. And then you can access the website, you can download podcasts, It's all you can stream it on your phone if you're going to the beach or something, you don't want to bring a radio, you didn't want one of those Boss Boomboxes, real easy to do. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Start off at number five today, and kind of our way down, there's something called Bedroom Parents, and something called Living Room Parents. Heard oh. of either of those? No. According to people on TikTok, there is a difference. You, your parents are either bedroom parents uh-huh. or living room parents growing up. So listen closely and think back. Do we have that clip? Kermit is telling me we do not have the clip. Well, then why would I bring it up if we don't have the clip? <laughs> Boy, that's irritating. <laughs> All right, now I'm told we have the clip. Okay. All right. You think he'd prepare? No, nope, I'm told we don't have the clip. We don't have the clip. Kermit, do we have the clip? Or we have the clip. Here he goes. I asked my
6: husband, were his parents living room parents or bedroom parents growing up? I grew up with bedroom parents, and he was like, oh, yeah, my parents were living room parents. They did not really hang out
5: in their bedroom. Like, Uh we didn't go in their room, because, like, you respected their bedroom unless you were, like, invited in. Uh I didn't know that, like, living room parents were a thing until I was, like, much older, because,
1: like, my parents were bedroom parents, but, like, also my best friend growing up, her parents were bedroom parents.
0: Okay. I just, the way that some of these tic-tac people talk just makes me nervous. (laughs) Yeah, I, I didn't. Realize, I mean, she's like thirty-something years old. Isn't? It? I didn't realize that my parents are background parents. Like, how is it that you start talking like that? It's not a normal way in which to speak the English language. Okay, I yeah.
1: I do hear you on that,
0: <laughs> but she does. I bring, don't know what you are saying. Ah,
1: she does bring up a good point. Yeah. I never thought about it because you and I, I guess, would be living room parents because yeah. the kids don't come in unless they're invited. But and my parents were living room parents yeah, as mine well. Too. But my friend Jessica, whenever I went over her her family's house, everybody's in the bed together. Bedroom parents, like we would have, we would sleep on their parents' floor, and I, I, I loved it as a kid because I was never allowed in my parents' bedroom. Why so would I you want
0: to go in your parents' bedroom? I don't. That's know, not a place I ever parents. wanted to be. I got to be honest with we, you. I don't know we, what goes we, on. We, I, don't we, I, I
1: don't know. I if I got scared in the middle of the night, or I don't know. I just thought
4: I'd want to cuddle with my mom. What about your daughter? Would you allow that? Yeah, but I, you know. She was the only child that we had. Yeah, I think when I was growing up, there were three of us, three kids, right, and we all stayed in our own bedrooms. That yeah. was it. Mm-hmm. I got a mm-hmm. feeling.
0: I think he's right. The majority of parents are living room parents, where everybody is, you know, on the couch watching television together. You know? But
4: if you're an only child, do yeah. you need the contact with
0: the parents? Well, I mean, I was an only child till I was nine, and I was never invited in there, and I don't want to go in there. That's the thing today. Kids all want to hang out with their parents all the time. I mean, I, I love my family, but I was fine listening to my records and hanging out by myself. You and know what look I at saying? what happened to you. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Number four. Experts are now saying that the top fast food mascot based on popularity. Google searches is KFC's Colonel Sanders. Oh, really? Ronald McDonald falls from first to second for the first time ever. He's creepy. Can you believe the Colonel is just now in 2023 finally beating Ronald McDonald?
1: I can't because I think Ronald McDonald is creepy. If I don't like clowns in general, so yeah. I should practice that. Well, he's not that. a clown. He's, he's Ronald
0: McDonald. There's a difference. <laughs> he's
1: a clown. I mean, oh, he is a clown. He's a clown. But clown. He's, not a he's clown. got red hair, white makeup, big red. He looks like your ex. He's a clown. <laughs> wow. He's one a of, clown. One of
0: my exes, to be fair. Yes. <laughs> Number, number three, speaking of creepy, the king from Burger King. I've always found the Burger King to be a little creepier. <laughs> I, I'll go ahead and say this because they're not an advertiser. What do I care? I have. I will not eat at Burger King. I won't even go in there because that guy creeps me out because so of much. the king? With that plastic face that he's got, especially the the modern look design of the king. He really freaks me out a little bit. <laughs> but I can't believe it's the first time the colonel's been a I'd like to tell you
5: a little bit about my Kentucky Fried Chicken.
0: There he is, the original colonel. God. Of- What's not to love about the colonel? I, I tell you, what, I like Frank Purdue a little bit better. <laughs> brass, brass, brass! It's all I ever hear about. Remember those commercials? I'm Frank Purdue. Let's talk about brass. <laughs> anyway, when I was a kid, it was funny. Listen, I didn't realize this. I think former co-stars on Saturday Night Live and uh with Three Amigos, they do Three Amigos. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. not Three Amigos. Yeah, no. that's uh... uh Chevy Chase and. Uh, Dan Aykroyd. Now, Dan Aykroyd was it in Three Amigos? I'm thinking mm-hmm. of Steve Martin. Oh yeah. But that anyhow, was Steve Martin. Dan Aykroyd, yeah. Chevy Chase are starring in a new horror spoof of the R.L. Stein book, Zombie Town. Hmm. Oh. I had no idea that they were making a movie Interesting. together. Interesting. Trailer is out this morning. Take a look. Uh oh. Take a listen.
2: Is the projector ready? You just roll the film, and it turns the actors into the living dead the power to suck the souls out of everyone in this vicinity. Your films must be burned. You have to destroy them all. Go
0: to- I gotta tell you, take a look at Chevy Chase these days. You don't need a lot of makeup for him to pull off the role of a zombie. Oh. Chevy is looking every minute of his 78 years, let me tell you. Wow. Whoa.
1: Wow.
0: That's due out for Thanksgiving. And what a fine family film that seems like. <laughs> zombie town. <laughs> Alright, bonus, bonus story for you. That's every city in Florida. 84 uh, year old Colorado <laughs> woman has gone skydiving 580 times. She's looking a lot more spry than Chevy Chase these wow. days. Let me tell you, 580 wow. times she says her goal is to hit 1,000 before she finally departs wow. the mortal bonds of this earth. Her name is Kim Knorr. And she's 84? 84 years old. Again, she has skydived almost 600 times. She's going for 1,000. And she said she loves it so much, she's so proud of her achievement, she gets emotional just talking about it. Here she is, Kim Knorr. Did you
6: ever lay on the ground and
5: just watch birds flying around and watch how they stop and how they go and catch the wind currents and stuff? December 13, 1959,
4: finally made my first
0: jump. Man, that's amazing. I didn't realize people even went skydiving until a few years ago. I didn't know that was a thing people were doing in the 50s, but I guess so. Man, 580 jumps.
1: That's amazing.
0: Didn't uh, Joe, didn't uh, the former President uh, Bush, number 41, yeah. uh, skydive? And I think he used he to that do that every, every uh, birthday. 1,000 points really? of line, jumping off the plane, going to be great. Read my lips, I'm going to jump.
1: Would you wow. ever do that? Would you ever
0: skydive? See, I'd, I'd like to skydive, because I, I dream of flying. I love... Mm-hmm. I've always wanted to fly a plane. Yeah. Superman was my favorite superhero. But then to actually jump mm-hmm. out of a plane, I don't know if I could do it. Because I do get vertigo, so I don't... I don't know. No. Would you do it?
4: <laughs> I I don't think so. I mean, I you'd have to join the paratroopers or something like that <laughs> yeah. when you were in college. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then do it that way, but... <sighs>
1: yeah. I'm, I'm terrified of heights, so I wouldn't do it. However, I have seen the flying Elvises in Vegas... Now that I'm interested in, <laughs> if I could dress like Vegas, I dress yeah, like Elvis, and Elvis, jump out of That's a plane in Vegas,
2: <laughs> yeah, another
0: level. No, what? Maybe. Di- what difference would it be whether or not you were in a, a rhinestone jumpsuit?
1: Well, because when I'm when I land, I'm Elvis.
0: Because huh. it's a flying Elvis.
1: I'm a flying Elvis.
0: And if you're roadkill, you're a flying Elvis. So I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. They sent went
1: down in style.
0: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> i tell you another thing. I think about it. I'm not sure how I would react when I'm 84 years old. Do you think to yourself, well, hey, I'm 84. If I end up landing in a tree, who gives a damn? Or do you go mm. the other way and go, geez, I made it this far. Maybe I shouldn't be so careless You know, because I think it's like you notice old people are either very slow on the road or they're speeding like maniacs. So I think you kind of think of old age one way or the other. You just don't care anymore or you're more scared than ever. I don't know.
1: I've told you this before, but I'm a senior citizen and that's a very, 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 very long time from now. Uh I'm going to be a tyrant. So it'll be (laughs) it's it'll be a lot. You're not going to want to be around me. Dressing like Elvis and jumping out of place. Absolutely.
0: All right. Number two, Charles Martinet. It's been the voice of Mario since uh, Mario 64 came out in 1996. Well, sad news, kids. He's retiring this week. Aww. He said he's now going to travel the world as the Mario ambassador, but he will no longer be actively voicing <laughs> right. the character for Nintendo Power, huh. So, and of, and, of course, they snubbed him in the billion-dollar Mario movie that came out earlier this year. So maybe he's just like, you know what? You can take this job and shove it. Give the job to Chris Pratt, for the love
2: of God. Yeah, Really?
1: What's a Mario ambassador?
2: Yeah, I wasn't where we needed one, either, to be honest with you. <laughs> You've been appointed the special UN Mario ambassador.
0: What is right. That? <laughs> you, show, you show up at the Kremlin and, "Hey Putin, it's me, a Mario."
2: <laughs> <laughs> wow.
0: My guess is that they send about to, you know, comic book conventions and right. uh, book signings and that kind of thing.
1: One of those things, they gave him a nice title to make him feel better. (laughs) Right. The Mario Bass.
0: Here's a gold pen and a little (laughs) little business card for you. Bonus, bonus, bonus story. Listen to this. Logan Paul, you know who I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. Uh, Was videoed by fans walking out of a movie theater. He and his entourage went to see Oppenheimer. Mm -hmm. They then caught up and said, hey, what'd you think of the movie? Logan, Logan, what'd you think of the movie? And he said, "Uh, nothing happened. Everybody's just talking. I made it through an hour and a half just talking, talking, talking. (laughs) So boring. Had to go. Wow. Well, it's a historic... Never mind. A lot of brain power between the ears of Mr. Logan Paul, it would appear, huh? He's
4: drinking too much prime. I still (laughs) want to see
0: Barbie and no one will go with me. (laughs)
4: I'll go with you. Really? Yeah. yeah. Okay.
0: I told you that. I texted Ross and said that. Rochelle will go see the Barbie movie I will movie go with see you. it
1: with you, but I'm going to be dressed
0: up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got it. Yeah. If you're going to go, you got to go. You know what you should do is dress up like Elvis and see the Barbie movie and just keep people wondering there why the hell. Oh, come go on. Be the why Elvis the hell is, Barbie. Why the hell is she
1: dressed like Elvis? It's a Barbie movie. There's an Elvis Barbie. It could be a thing. <sighs> is there really? Yeah, absolutely. Oh. Uh-huh. There's all kinds of Barbies. Yeah, Barbie I, can
4: do anything.
0: I know. See, I shrugged because she would absolutely do this. She would dress up like a fool at the movie uh-huh. theater. Oh, no doubt. <laughs> well, everybody's wearing pink, and I don't mm-hmm. have anything that's pink. <laughs> yeah, you uh-huh. usually, you're usually like Johnny Cash. He's the man in black over here. <laughs> right. I <laughs> get you in pink. <laughs> Number one, new poll, 81% of Americans say the Tooth Fairy is welcome in their home. Well, then I was thinking to myself, that means 19% are anti-tooth fairy? Ooh. <laughs> to be anti-tooth fairy. Well, only 81% of people say that the Tooth Fairy is welcome at their home.
2: No, hmm. I know. I'm saying, what's wrong with the other 19 percent? Yeah, oh a kid
0: loses a tooth. You know, it's your problem.
2: <laughs> National average
0: payout is up to six dollars and twenty three cents. That's the most per tooth in the long illustrious career of the tooth fairy. To Tooth Fairy Ambassador, I suppose. <laughs> Wednesday, world famous celebrity birthday file. Scott Can—that'd be James or Scott Kahn, James yes. Kahn's son, mm-hmm. forty-seven. You remember he was on Entourage and the reboot of Hawaii Five-O. Yes. Shelly right. Long, remember her is Diane from Cheers. She's seventy-four. So is Rick Springfield. There's two you would never imagine were born on the very same day, <laughs> but it's true. Barbara Eden is still with us from My Dream of Genie. She is ninety-two today. Ross, do you have any uh, obscure celebrities we should mention? I know you've. Uh, <laughs> always tend to find that I steal your papers here. Yeah. No, oh, all right. Oh, sorry, it's all right. I found I found it here. Obscure celebrity celebrating a birthday. Um, Jay Moore. I'm not sure I know who that is. Hmm. James Van. Uh, Dennis Prague, the Me- Is he Dennis the Menace? Uh, Jay Moore is 53. He might be a comedian. Now they think he might be a blonde yeah. comedian. Yeah. Now they think about it. Yeah. Uh, Steph Curry's little brother, Seth Curry. Boy, That must be depressing to walk around being him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, is Steph Curry here? No, we got Stan Kelly or uh... Seth Curry. Uh, James Van Prague, 65. I've told you my James Van Prague story. I had him live in the studio, did an interview with him. Really? And he claimed that my uh, my dead grandfather, who I'd never met, died long before I was born, was in the room. Oh, well, I mean, he didn't say that specifically, but he described the picture that I... The only picture I've ever seen of this man. Wow. And it was very spooky. That is strange. It is. Right. Isn't and that I, scary? Yeah. And next time we had a family get-together, I mentioned this to my uncle. He goes, you see him again, you tell him to get the hell out of your studio. <laughs> it's like, he's a ghost. I didn't <laughs> see anything. James Van Prague said he was there. <laughs> anyway, James Van Prague is 65 today. Okay. Gone but hmm. not forgotten. Gene Kelly, River Phoenix, Keith Moon of The Who, and Kobe. Mm. Kobe Bryant. All I can hear is Shaq when I hear his name. Kobe. I love you, Kobe. (laughs) He would have been 45 today. So, rest in peace. Kobe Bryant. Horrible, horrible story. Yes, it is. Of course. I mentioned today is National Cuban Sandwich Day. National Find Your Inner Nerd Day. (laughs) Too late. I've already found it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Pretty easy to find around here. And hop right on Spirit Airlines' website because today is National Cheap Flight Day.
1: Hmm. I got to tell you, I looked at flights just a little bit ago and they're not that cheap. Not that cheap, now. Oh. Not great.
0: Okay. Not great. They'll lose your luggage for you yeah. and they'll charge you 30 bucks to do it. Not wow. great. Spirit.com. Mm-hmm. Buy early and often.
2: <laughs> it was actually $80, but that's right. Is it 80 <laughs> No, it was 30 and then they charged you 40 because it was overweight.
1: Right, exactly.
2: That's and what they like, do. By like an ounce.
1: They make it look cheap, and then you have to pay for a seat. And if you have oh. to use the bathroom, it's $6 each time.
2: It's it's unbelievable. It, <laughs> no, wait a it, minute. It, Is it, that true? They no. are the no. biggest frauds in, in the world. No, that's not airlines. true.
1: <laughs> but that's what it feels like because they make the initial ticket look fairly cheap. And yeah. then if you want a seat, you have to pay for that. Yeah. If you want to bring a bag, you have to pay for every bag. Yeah.
0: By the ounce, Joe. You'll like this. Uh, this day of 1972, New Brunswick's own Looking Glass released "Brandy," which became a number oh, one great hit. song. We keep getting uh, Twitter messages on our Twitter from John Napoli. He gets aggravated every week that we do not choose "Brandy" as the uh, Yacht Rock Monday song of the week. So. <laughs> All right. might need to do that in the next uh, the next edition of Young Yeah, Rock when the Run. fall,
2: the fall, the when the fall season hits. Oh,
0: you mean after we cancel the feature after Labor Day? No, no,
2: no, no! no. Right, right before share <laughs> oh. share or bear. I see. That's when we'll do that. Mm-hmm. Wow, mm-hmm. Kobe, I love you, man. It's me, Shaq. Yeah. I love you, Kobe. <laughs> now, I'm gonna put
0: on the icy hot patch and relax. Listen to Joe. <laughs> <laughs> it's he said. Yeah. She said. With Robbie and Rochelle. I hear that old country song in my head right now. All my exes live in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about exes today. Is there something? And you just referenced one of my exes who, mm-hmm. I hate to admit this, really did in retrospect look like Bozo the Clown. Speaking I'm I'm of Ronald bad. McDonald. little Red bad. hair and pale complexion. Anyway, all of your exes have something in common. Now, that's an interesting question, and, you know, sometimes this does come up, and I don't know if you and Rasa do this, but we'll do this sometimes, and we'll kind of razz each other about some of the people that we know that okay. we we both uh, mm-hmm. dated, and Rasha will say, well, you clearly have a type, and I don't think I have a type. I think I've, been, I've dated all kinds of people. Right. You guys, do you think this way? Do you think that... No, uh, because uh, we, were, I was married for the first time to her, and yeah. she was married for the first time to me, yeah, so... I know, but you dated people before. Did you uh, Did you tend to date people who looked a little bit like Rasha? No. So you, you were somebody who tried all different kinds of people before you settled down. Yeah. yeah, well see I would say the same about myself but you disagree. You think I've got exes and all of s- features in common, personality types in common, would you, right? Because you've
2: said that Yeah, to me.
1: I I've seen a lot of your exes and a lot of them they have big features. Like, he tends to, like... Um, <laughs> big,
2: big, big. No, no, not like that. No, not
1: like nope, that. Not not like, you mean, like,
0: bug eyes, right?
1: Like, bug eyes, or, the like, the Cameron Diaz mouth. Like, okay. the very... Like, almost all of them have this huge smile. I don't like think that's, huge. I
0: don't think that's true. I, I
1: mean, I could put pictures next... I have... So they close. photograph
0: well? No. Well. Oh. No. No. Like, like clowns a little oh. bit. Like, it's. <laughs> so so, per- no, seriously. Apparently, I have a clown like, finish, Ross.
1: Like, the one looked like Bozo. The yeah. other one had. You remember um, um, Jack Nicholson's The Joker? Oh, face? Yeah. That's what the another one looked like, and then yeah, the bug eye. You have you like big features, big and then people used to say features.
0: that I, I I almost I was within days, and I called it off of uh, marrying one of them, and everybody thought she looked like my sister. Yes, and and the more they said it, the more yes. I was getting like she really did. It was wow. like a Sigmund Freud thing in my head where I'm like, am I attracted to my sister? I don't I don't think I am. She Holy really, crap!
1: Yeah, she. I mean, you know, she was she was Italian. She had dark, dark hair. She had the bangs. They both had dark eyes. I mean, they looked a
0: lot so What of about eyes. you? Do you have exes in common in some way?
1: I The only thing I could think of, and I'm trying to think back of just even people that I've dated, yeah. is they're all tall.
0: Oh. All yeah. of them. they are like big guys.
1: I don't think I've ever dated anyone who's been less than six foot tall. That's interesting. And I do like, I tend to like bigger. I don't like like skinny, scrawny yeah. s- guys. That's just not my, that's not my type. So Hasn't like, found her
0: inner nerd. <laughs> yeah. Hasn't no, in love with her No, nerd, no, but.
1: no. But I, I would say... At least six foot tall, every single one of them.
0: By the way, I guarantee we're going to get a snarky answer from some dude who says, yeah, you know my exes have in common? My money. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What do all your exes have in common? Is there a common trait? Is there some feature, a personality type, something they all have in common other than you? 732-774-4444. That's the number. You know it. Call us. Lines are wide open here. You can also text same number, 774-4444, or on Facebook here, he said, said, and Ross mentioned it too. I feel capable. Let's grab caller number 10. It would give away some free money this morning. Hello? Yes. Hi there. Hello. You're caller number 10. You made it through. Oh, nice. Thank you. You're welcome. You're uh, the 10th caller through, which means you get a chance to guess. Secret celebrity number eight. There's a cash jackpot of $400 if you know who it is. And you're correct. The money's all yours. What do you think? I'm just going to have a wild guess. Is it uh, Harrison Ford? Harrison Ford is not correct. Not correct. Oh. That's a good guess, though. What's your name? Uh, my name is Pete. Well, Pete, good having you. You can uh, try again after 10 o'clock this morning. Michelle, let's get your next chance to win that free money, okay? I'll give it a shot. Thank you so much. Thank you, Pete. All right, $425 now in the uh, Cash Jackpot Secret Celebrity number 8. It's a big show. Saying so congratulations to Annette, Annette Skinnell. Was our winner this morning out of Bridgewater? Quickly identified. Love is all around by the Trogs. Mystery Oldie. That was a hard one. That is well, not only yeah, that is an oldie. It was a mystery and it was a hard one. But mm-hmm. she did it and she got tickets to go see Tusk at the State Theater on September twenty second. Still played with the free money. Secret Celebrity is on the way with summer cash from the boss. Meanwhile, your he said she said. Is there something that all of your exes have in common? A common trait, personality feature, mm-hmm. a thread, a common thread.
1: Stephanie said, a majority of my exes became cops after we broke up.
0: Hmm. That's a certain personality type. Somebody that could be a police officer. That's interesting. Law enforcement.
1: Text from 4521 said, all blondes. Okay. Uh, uh, (laughs) Adam said, great and dark sense of humor. Ray said, their birthday month, April. Andy said, older fellas with big, hairy, huge feet.
4: (laughs) Wow. <laughs> oh, I love the hairy feet. Oh, my God.
1: Text from 2714 said, they all wish they weren't my ex. Well.
0: <laughs> Do they,
1: though?
0: Do they? Our eyes on the parkway, Captain Rich says, uh, they all have something in common. They're all severely crazy. I wonder if it says something about me. Probably, Rich. Mm, yeah. Probably. Probably a little bit, but that's okay. He, he is a beautiful bride now, so yes, he's doing just fine. Yes. Don't worry about the past, buddy. That's right. Look forward. You mm-hmm. said all of them are tall, right? All of your exes.
1: Yeah, I would say they're all tall. I can't think of anything else that would be in common yeah. with any of them. All have different jobs. None of them were only children. What do you
0: think of the whole thing that people date their father? I know you probably don't <laughs> describe <laughs> to that whatsoever, right?
1: Uh, no, I've never date. I I think I've gone as far away from that. Yeah. Even when I did talk to him, I think it was complete opposite of everything. Does that him. mean that men
4: date their mother? That's what they That's say. That's what they say. Oh,
0: my God. But who knows? I mean, maybe it comes down to the relationship you have with uh, a parent. You know, so if you love your mother, you want to marry someone like your mother. But if you have a sure. terrible relationship, you go the opposite. I don't know, because that's certainly the case with your father. Mm-hmm. Your terrible relationship, terrible, terrible deal. Mm-hmm. You go the other way, right?
1: Yeah. I don't right. Know. but I didn't always have a terrible relationship, so it's interesting. I, I, but well, I've I never... think you
0: were just unaware of how badly you were. Like, oh wait, that's not yeah. normal. <laughs> Is that normal for your father to rob you? If
1: anything, I think I probably have dated people that are more similar to my mom. They're all like a little neurotic and yeah.
0: little... Your mother and I, like I've said this, I'm like if in a different life, I might have been perfect for her mother because we're no. exactly the same. You
1: guys would have killed each other. There's no way. Nobody would have been able
0: to drive the car. <laughs> but her and Nobody. I are exactly alike no, in so there would many be ways. no
1: food in the house. Nobody would be cooking. Yeah. I mean, it would be... No. No. But you guys are very similar. So the it's fact
0: that you were, weird. as a kid, kind of had to take care of your mother because mm-hmm. she was such a nut. <laughs> now you take care of him. Right. Yeah. I'm such a nut. Just she just knows naturally. how to handle it. So maybe that's what it is.
1: Yeah, it just comes naturally.
0: <laughs> See, I guess that's why they say opposite to attract. Yeah, but. probably. All right. Is there a common thread between all of your exes? Think about it. Maybe you'll surprise yourself. 732-774-4444. Lines are open. we got an old friend of ours in the studio. Say good morning to Miss Patty Steele. Yeah. Yes.
6: Do I have to say good morning to her, too? <laughs> it's up to you. are
0: going to have her do the temperatures. Be like old times. yes. Yeah. <laughs> Does it a lot better than I do it. We're going to talk to Patty in just a minute. She's got a brand new podcast called The Backstories. So we wanted to find out all about that. It's so good to have you here at Boss HQ. I'm
6: loving this. I've been talking, you know, you and I are friends. I've yeah. been- we've talked about all of this for the longest time and this is the first time I've actually in the station and I love it. It's so great.
0: Of course people remember Patty over many radio stations uh, but also she is the voice you might not even say gee I know that voice but she is the uh, the female voice announcer for this radio station. I so, am. I
6: am. So
0: you're kind of with us all the time. Which
6: but I appreciate
0: very much thank <laughs> you. <laughs> we love having you. You know, you know it's funny I'm just remembering uh, a story here we were talking about the uh, things your exes have in common a couple of minutes ago and one of the times I came up to visit uh, all of our mentors is Scott Shannon and mm-hmm. Patty of course used to work with Scott and he was going on and on giving me a Hard time. You remember about the one I broke up with there? <laughs> Which one? Well, the first one. Yeah. You're, like, You're not going to invite me to the wedding the next time because every time, every time you have a wedding, it never happens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's a good thing you found yeah, Rochelle. he's
6: really good at that kind of oh, thing. And, pa- and Patty's yeah.
0: just like, "Will you leave this poor guy alone? Yeah. See, he was so mean." Oh, All right. Anyway, I'm just having a little flashback yeah, to horrible. Well,
6: it's easy to get. I get uh, flashbacks too. Trust
0: me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll talk to Patty next. It's He Said, Mm. She Said, Ah. with Robbie and Rochelle. How about your exes today? And listen, I apologize, but it is an interesting question. (laughs) Is there something that all your exes have in common? There's something similar about each of the people that you have dated, perhaps been married to, been in some sort of relationship, had a fling with through the years. There's something, maybe just people where you say, oh, I think that person's pretty good looking. Is there something, yeah. you know, they say gentlemen's prefer blondes, that sort mm-hmm. of a deal. Mm-hmm. Something all your exes have in common, 732-774-4444. Text from
1: 2220 said they've mm. all been incredibly close with their mothers.
0: Yeah, well, that's a personality type yes. for sure.
1: Teresa said, all my exes are lefties and my fiance too. Huh. That's huh. interesting.
0: That's I, now, of, how could you How could you know? I mean, you couldn't. You don't. I w- so happens. I wonder if there's something about people that tend to be lefties or the way their brain operate, because it's more Maybe. common to be right-handed than left-handed. Maybe. I wonder if there's something about the brain makeup mm-hmm. that then leads to a certain personality type that then leads to... An attraction for that person, or maybe their wallet is on one side or the other. <laughs> yeah, possibly. <laughs> oh, he didn't grab right in there, that's right? <laughs> Take a couple 20s out.
1: <laughs> Gary said the last three all had the same name.
0: Well, that's strange, wasn't it? Um, you know, Johnny Carson people talk about that, uh, in the celebrity history that oh. all of his wife until the last one was Alexis, I think. And yeah I know yeah Alex and then all the other ones were Joanna, Joan, Joanne. Yeah. And then a weird thing he used to joke on the Tonight huh. Show if you remember that he never had to change the uh the initials on his uh, towels because it was all J and J. You know
1: what my my grandpa has been married 3 times and they were all Nancy. All but, three of them. See that's wow. that's why I mean I mm, guess Joan Joanne wife is, is kind of
0: yep. but can you imagine the same name for three different you get to the third one and you have to at some point be that's
1: really strange. You never m- mix up the names. You're not going to get in trouble
0: that way. <laughs> I know, but <laughs> when you say a name, you think of a. I mean, like for example, if a name of one of the of your ex or my ex comes up, the first thing you think of is the ex, right? Doesn't that happen? Like when I hear your ex's name, it's the first person I think of. Now, isn't that true of uh, some of mine? Maybe not. Uh, I try not to think about it. <laughs> but, so I'm just saying, like, if your person is Nancy, yeah. it reminds you of the other Nancy that you broke I, up with for a reason. Right. That's right. kind
1: of strange. Right. I don't know. That's very strange. Text from 0773 said, all of my exes have been out of my league. My current wife as well. It's very nice. That is nice. And Danny said, all of my exes had nice boobs. Even a couple of the ugly girls I dated, they all had nice
0: boobs. Isn't that classy?
1: Thanks, Danny.
0: Is he still single? He's still dating? What a shocker. What a, what a shocker, a Char- charming prince uh, like him. <laughs> 732-774-4444. Text Connect always open. The uh, Facebook as well. Here he said. She said. What do all your exes have in common? By the way, Patty, I hope it's okay that uh, we call it the big show. We've kind of taken that on. <laughs> we, when it became yeah. available last December, we decided <laughs> we would rip it off.
6: <laughs> it's all Joe's idea. You are idea. the surviving big show. <laughs> 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 we
0: <that's fun. laughs> anything, anything we could steal, uh-huh. we took. Yeah, well, There you go. Uh, we, we're going to get Patty some headphones here so she can hear. Uh, Nolan through the thing. Oh, oh,
6: oh! There you go. I s- didn't think about that.
0: <laughs> this is a very special morning because not only is Uncle Ross hanging out with us this morning, the fabulous Miss Patty Seal is here. What an applause for Patty. Hey, hey, Patty,
4: love you here. She so got a
0: brand new, uh, brand new podcast called The Backstory. We calls it the Six Minute Podcast. We're going to find out all about that for a second, but it's very rare that I get her one on one, so I thought we'd, we'd ask a couple of Patty questions first. Sure. I oh, want to know. That. Tell me, tell me the story of your getting hired in uh, New York City, I mean, especially for people that grew up in New Jersey. I think even more so than those that came from like me and dreamed of one day coming into New York. Those that grew up right across the river. What is that like to get that dream job in New York City and be on the radio? Terrifying. Yeah.
6: <laughs> yeah, I mean, here's the thing. I grew up around here, so right. I I went to high school in Summit, New Jersey, and, and I was born in the city, lived on Long Island, so I'm kind of this metro girl but it's a whole different thing when somebody calls you and says, "Oh, I want you to come up." And in this case, it was Scott Shannon. Yeah. And I was working on the radio in Washington D.C., and he called up and he said, "I really want you to come up." And and you hopefully remember this or not? I don't know. Oh yeah. Um, he wanted me to come up and fill in. Uh, Claire Stevens was I uh, out? I don't yeah. know if his vacation or what it was. So there was like a two-week period at Christmas time. That he asked me to come up, and, and I remember, so I flew up, why well, didn't I take the train, <laughs> and um, this guy picks me up, and I'm like, <sighs> you yep. know, we get in there, and, and I do the news, and remember J.R. Nelson was uh, Scott's, like, right-hand guy. He was He's our production guy. Production, yeah. great mm. production guy, and he came in to me, and he said you're really good. <laughs> you're like, he was shocked. I was like 25 years old, terrified, and I, I never forgot that, uh, that moment. And, and it was the first time that somebody just really, really... I'd had other people support me and, and like me, but here we are, the biggest radio station in the world. and sure. mm-hmm. And... Um, and people were, like, happy with what I did. Mm,
0: that's but, a pretty good feeling.
6: Yeah, but it was still scary. Yeah. I mean, it was Scott. He's scary. Yeah, he
0: is. Yeah. It was yeah. Ross.
6: He's not as scary. Oh, but he, thanks.
0: But <laughs> I was going to say, do you guys remember meeting each other back in the day for the first time? Because Ross would have been there at the same time. Yeah, but I don't remember. <laughs> yeah,
6: no, I mean, it's funny. I, yeah. I think it's because when you work in that kind of a play, for me, Scott, it was like, he'd actually been at my wedding... Um, maybe a year earlier. Okay. And that's where I met him. Um, but I... I, You're like blinded by this person and with everything that at, he had accomplished and you're, you know, you just... <laughs> You just want
0: to please them. I mean, we talk about him a lot, but it really is amazing how many lives one person touches. You just never know. You know, by hiring one person, and then it kind of ripples, and three other people are involved, and you change lives. So it's kind of a—and I imagine there are people listening that remember the name and then say, wow, I had no idea that this person touched so many lives of people that I've also—it's kind of a strange—he's an amazing, amazing individual. Well, I worked with him at three
6: radio stations, so (laughs) go go figure.
0: Yeah. I'm excited that Patty is now the voice of uh, the boss because we ran into each other every place, but we never actually worked together until now. And (laughs) I just think that she is, uh, you know, easily one of the best voices in, the, in of all time and certainly in the oh, country working today. Amazing. There's no, there's uh, no yes. doubt about that.
6: You two are precious. I love you guys, and I love you on the air. <laughs> oh. It's really a, a delight. And I love that there are so many people here. Like, I worked with Mark Chernoff,
2: of course, yeah. Ross, of course, <laughs> not, of course yeah.
6: Nolan. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's really... Yeah. <laughs> of course,
2: Nolan. Poor
0: yeah. <laughs> <too>. Joe. <laughs> hey, Trevor,
6: Joe, Joe, didn't
0: good. you work at Z100? No. Yeah, I know. I know. It's a joke. Everybody thinks Joe worked at Z100. No, and I, I
6: could have told you no because yeah. I met him at PLJ.
0: Yeah. Right. Uh, let me yeah. ask one more Geeky Radio question, and I promise we'll get to the podcast. <laughs> Tell me about working with Danny Bonaduce. We love Danny Bonaduce. He's one of my favorites, but oh, he's kind boy. of a nutball, right?
6: Yeah, you know what? He is. Um, and people say, oh, God, how could you do that? He is a, He's an incredibly sweet person. That's what I hear. Yeah. He's yeah. so kind and so self-effacing, and you wouldn't think that. The only thing you don't want to be is the person that shows up to a public event with him. Because
5: <laughs> it's like, get
6: out the way. I got a crowd. <laughs> oh, boy. But Thankfully I actually like that because oh. I'm more shy. Yeah. I didn't really need to be the, the focus of attention. So you'd walk in together at a at an event that we're doing for the stations. We worked at two stations together. And uh and I was perfectly happy to let him take all the adulation.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, Penny, there's a brand new podcast that you put together. It's called right. the uh, Backstory. We call it the Six Minute Podcast. Kind of the little, uh, the little the side note to it. It's and a
6: snackable. That's what yeah, c- it's snackable. Oh, yeah. I love that. Yeah, it's just it's really fun because a lot of times listening to a podcast feels like a major commitment, right. and the problem is for those that do those big long ones is that you really have to. People say, oh, God, I don't have time for that, and then you feel Mm -hmm. like, oh, they're never going to get to it. Five minutes, you can be, you know, picking the kids up at school, you can be going to the grocery store, you can be on your way to work. You can hear five minutes, you can play with it, because they're fun stories, and tell somebody about it, and kind of, you kind of get that little snackable um, the thing that you probably didn't know about me that you're learning now is that I'm the ultimate nerd I am a, such a history person <laughs> oh. that, I used to get in trouble for that because I would spend more time reading history than I did reading the pop culture stuff that I needed to talk about on the air
0: right well and it's kind of like Wikipedia because it's doing a little dive here trying to you know get a feel for what it is you're up to and you describe it as uh, you know, behind this things you wanted to know about people you've heard of uh, famous events I know you' mm-hmm. uh, your son James Jake helps you out because he's kind of a history kind of a history nerd. writer. I want to say nerd, he's kind of a history writer. I know that you've told yeah. me that that's his passion. A, so yeah. kind of to me, it's like uh, you know when you do those deep dives on Wikipedia and then one thing leads to another thing. Yeah. It's kind of like that where you're like the well, that's it. and then you learn everything you wanted to know about this thing you had no idea you wanted to know about.
6: Yeah, like yeah. one of the and this was a really popular one. Um, A lot of people know who Frank Lloyd Wright is, big architect, right? A lot of people don't know that back at the very early part of his career, there was a mass murder at his home. Oh, Oh my God. No, I didn't know that. No, a lot of people don't. I mean, you can sit there and look at all the serenity of every of these beautiful buildings he built. But it turns out he was building a house when he was fairly young for this woman and her husband. He had six kids, little kids at the time. She had three. They both decided to ditch their spouses and their children. Oh. Ran away together, went to Europe because nobody would hire him here in this country. And when they came back finally to try to reclaim the career, he built this house up in Wisconsin. Hmm. Her name was Mema. He left her up there to go work on a building in Chicago, one of his first big deals after the big, uh, you know, (laughs) the big scandal. Right. And... Somebody working at the house had something against him, I guess. He was, he was a guy that kind of took care of the house. His wife did the cooking. And then he had a lot of acolytes that worked there. And so they were all gathered for lunch. And this guy comes in. He serves them lunch. Mama and her two kids were visiting. They're sitting out on the porch, yep. serves them. He goes back in. He locks all the doors to the dining room where the other people were. And then he goes outside and he Takes an axe.
4: (gasps) And And to hear the rest of the story, right?
6: (laughs) (laughs) It's taking me longer than it does if you listen to the podcast, but he slices her right down the middle. Oh my God. Frank Blood Wright did this? No, 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 no. no.
0: Wait a minute. He I lost. I lost. Frank Lloyd
1: Wright went away. He was gone.
6: He was in Chicago. Okay. This is yes. a guy yeah.
0: working. Oh, I got it. Yeah. Okay. No, he didn't do this. I, I was going to d- say, wait a minute. What? <laughs> no. Kind of
6: would have ended his career. No. Yeah. But at yeah. the yeah. end yeah. of Pay the attention, day, I'm sorry, Joe. Seven people were killed. Wow. That day. Oh, and, my gosh. Uh, yeah. Wow. And then he wound up moving in. Nine weeks later, with a woman who wrote a really great letter of, you know, condolence.
1: <laughs> wait, 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 wait. He moved into the house where his ex. Was- no, because
6: that house burned down. The oh, guy set okay. The house on fire, too. Wow. Oh, wow. Okay. But he, um, some lady wrote him this really great letter of condolence and. He went. Ooh, okay. he was
0: a real womanizer. He I was, guess
6: so. Yeah, yeah. Man, this
0: was, was an emotional roller coaster hearing about oh Frank Lloyd Wright. who knew?
6: There's, but those are the kinds yeah. of stories. So it is names, events, times, places. You know, I was telling you earlier about the uh, the early Olympics, yeah. two, two three thousand years ago. All of the athletes uh, competed in the nude. Totally. Yeah.
0: <laughs> now, why was there a reason for that?
6: I mean, it was just because it was Speed. celebrating. They were saying thank you to Zeus huh. for the these beautiful body that they'd been given. Huh. They'd rub themselves down with olive oil. They mm. go and compete hey now. and they got back into the wow. the locker room. There was a guy there that would scrape this goo that was a mixture of the oil, dust, dead skin and sweat. sweat. Mm. They would bottle that up and sell it. And it was incredible. That was the way athletes and the gyms made money back
0: Wow. Then. It was like your Air Jordans back in the day.
6: Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what I... That's exactly what it is. Yeah. We're all trying to get through this thing, this life. Sure. And we got to figure out how to monetize what it is we do best. Yeah. And that was all they had. They didn't, couldn't sell any uh, sneakers. Didn't have them. Couldn't sell... You know, uniforms mm-hmm. didn't wear them. <laughs> Surprise! I got to sell my wow. go. Yeah.
0: Well, I'll tell you what—you can help monetize the podcast. Let's get some listeners. It's brand oh, new. Geez. It's our friend uh, Patty Steele. Uh-huh. It's the backstory—the six-minute podcast available wherever
2: you get yours. So make and sure. And IHeart. Thank
6: yeah. you. Okay. <laughs> IHeart. No, I don't want to talk about IHeart. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh,
0: I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: no, that's fine. Yeah. That's IHeart. <laughs> not a popular subject around here. Well, that's okay. Oops. They fired <laughs> Joe. You know I mean? They fired Joe,
0: but that's okay. Everybody. <laughs> fired Joe including some of his ex-wives No, that's fired.
2: true it's okay. nobody's fired that's the only place Joe ever,
6: if you're you're but. not in radio if you haven't been fired no
2: no I'm just kidding no I know <laughs> yeah I know we're just kidding around. and I ended up here well I mean well, it's all good
0: exactly. exactly it's been great Patty thanks for coming in and good luck with the backstory it. thank you we love that Patty Steele yeah. yeah. Steel, everybody <laughs> Patty Steel. oh my god <laughs> Rush, you want to go to lunch with Kid Kelly again? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> seven hours later. Yeah, seven really. hours? No, I don't know to seven hours. He just oh, talked and talked yeah. and talked and talked and talked. He'll be back here on, uh, you're going to be, uh, you're traveling that weekend, Liberty Weekend. Thank, he's back, he's back here that Friday, so <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to have lunch with Kid. I'll be stuck having You lunch. can yeah. go out to lunch. Yeah. yeah. We'll go to that pizza place we all like again. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Before we uh, wrap up here, Tito Pointy-Brian has sent us a uh, recap. A round of applause for Tito Pointy-Brian, yes. thank you. Yes. Thank you for taking the time to do this. He is uh, security over at the Count Basie Theater. The educational recap, things you might have learned today on Robbie and Rochelle in the morning with Ross and the rest of the crew for mm-hmm. August the 23rd. Super Mario works part-time as the ambassador to Russia. <laughs> Jumping out of a plane is more fun if you wear a sequin jumpsuit. Yes. Robbie has dated the Joker, Ronald McDonald, and Bozo the Clown. Wow. Rochelle yes. has to buy new bath towels every damn day. Yes, and the Olympics were a lot more entertaining a thousand years ago. Hashtag balls. <laughs> wow.
4: Fantastic. Nice job, Tito, Pony, Brian. Fantastic. Hashtag naked. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Thank you to Miss Patty Steele for coming and yes. telling us about the Naked Olympics. Mm-hmm. If you missed that, it's all coming up on the podcast. And we are back here tomorrow morning. Well, some of us anyway. Joe is off. He's taking a little vacation right through Labor Day. Yeah, I'll be mm-hmm. sitting in for Joe. Yep. So Ross will be in. Now, Rochelle is off tomorrow. Oh,
1: no. You're sitting in for
0: me. I'm yeah. out. So oh. it's just me and you, Bucko, tomorrow. All right. This is exciting. We're going to do Tipsy of Toddler, of course. We'll do the He Said, Ross Head. Said, right. Uh, we'll do some more tickets with the Mystery Newbie. Go see Tusk at 710. Plus, I've lined up some uh, celebrity guests to join us. Oh. We'll talk to Ralphie. Cool. Our man, Ralphie, the 80s guy, has got all that Hollywood news because he works for USA Today as well. Yeah. My dad is calling (sighs) you. Really? Yeah. Now, my dad was a judge, and so he's got some of the legality about... uh What's going on with Trump tomorrow? And all Do of that?
4: I have to raise my hand before
0: I talk to him? He will demand it. Love it. If Let he me tell you. That. Yeah. And oh, best love man it. Cal is checking in. Oh boy! Radio has been best man Cal. Oh, that's going to be a fun show. I, we plan nothing because he just you just you wind can't him up. Plan, he, he's yeah. like that uh, Pee-wee Herman doll. You've got mm-hmm. you just pull the thing and he just starts yes. talking for oh, ten boy. minutes. Boy, mm-hmm. he's kind of like Kid Kelly. Come to think of it, so, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it'll be a big one tomorrow for the uh, Thursday big show, and that's it.